Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. And with powerful towing and payload, the 2023 Ford F-150 truck answers the call. No wonder F-Series are America's best-selling trucks 46 years straight. The Arkansas Razorbacks and F-150 greatness starts here. Visit your Arkansas Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2022 calendar year total sales. We'll be back with more of the Built for Tough Dugout Show presented by your Arkansas Ford dealers after this short break. You're listening to the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield. Win big with LRS, Arkansas's local waste and recycling expert that will work with your business or home's waste needs. LRS provides innovative construction and demolition removal, roll-off dumpster rentals of all sizes, and comprehensive waste and recycling collection services. LRS is one of the largest independently held waste haulers with over 2,000 dedicated employees that work to provide you with the best possible customer experience. Partner with the all-star LRS team and call for a quote at 844-LRS-HAUL. LRS is Arkansas's local go-to waste solutions provider. Whatever you want to be, it helps to be well. An active, healthy lifestyle is key. We offer tips and support to quit smoking and address health conditions like diabetes and high blood pressure. It's never too late to make decisions to help you be healthier and to be the best version of you you can be. Call 833-283-WELL. Be you. Be well. This ad brought to you by your master tobacco settlement dollars at work. Welcome back to the Built for Tough Dugout Show, presented by your Arkansas Ford dealers, where you'll find the F-150, the only truck tough enough to be called the official truck of your Razorbacks. Time now to head inside the dugout and hear from head coach Dave Van Horn. Here's Bill Elson. Well, rather than hear from head coach Dave Van Horn, we, who was going to be talking about today's game and the fact that there could be rain coming up in about 30 minutes after the game starts, we've just found out that they have postponed the game. Uh, I think the decision made uh, right when I was about to send it to that last commercial break. So uh, as we went into the break, the Ole Miss grounds crew started to bring some of the tarp equipment out. They cover the pitcher's mound. They cover the batting circle. And now the Rebels have begun to roll the tarp out to cover the infield. So the Razorbacks have gone back out into the outfield and they're just keeping their arms loose. Uh, we haven't been given word on when this game will be remade. Or maybe we have. Here is uh, This is coming exactly from, I think, the person that runs the stadium here at Ole Miss. Game is canceled tonight. Playing a doubleheader tomorrow starting at 2 two nine-inning games with an hour in between. Oh, and that can be a lot of fun for everybody involved. A little afternoon doubleheader baseball of love coming tomorrow at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So make your plans. That's when uh, Arkansas and Ole Miss will try to get this thing started. Now, I know tomorrow's weather is also a little bit iffy. This is something that the entire league is dealing with. Already there's been one cancellation. Uh, the cancellation between it's LSU and South Carolina. Are they the are they the, is it LSU and Carolinas that, that already has had their first game postponed? And Columbia, that's a highly anticipated series of the number one Tigers and the sixth-ranked Gamecocks. You can hear they're making the announcement for the uh, few hundred or so fans that have already <laughs> come into the stadium. So you can understand why they thought they might be able to play the game, but when I went and looked at the, at the radar and, and the plans for weather, uh, what Mother Nature had for us as far as plans for weather were concerned, um, it looks like it's going to start to rain much earlier than they expected. It's, it's supposed to rain within the next 20, 30 minutes. So not much of an opportunity to start the game. If you had a couple of hours, you might be able to try it, but uh, you don't want to try it in these conditions. So it's good. Tomorrow's going to be an interesting day, a very interesting day. Uh, the weather for tomorrow, again, it's... It's going to be a little bit scratchy, but you got to find a way to get these games in, if at all possible. If you're Arkansas, there's no doubt about that. You want to play these games. Uh, tomorrow, 2 o'clock, that's a 23% chance of rain. 58 degrees is what's expected. So we, you know, we shouldn't have too much trouble getting both games in tomorrow. So that's when we'll talk to you 
next. It's Arkansas and Ole Miss banged today, but we live to play two tomorrow. Again, it'll be a 2 o'clock uh, first game, two nine-inning games, and uh, we'll be on at 1.30. As far as the pitching plan is concerned for Arkansas, I did talk with Dave Van Horn about Will McIntyre. Now, the, the plan initially this weekend, of course, would have been to start McIntyre the second game of the series, but he's come down with the flu. Uh, he's feeling a lot better. The team doctor told told Coach Van Horn that he's a lot better today than he was yesterday, might be able to pitch tomorrow, but that might still also be up in the air. They could pitch McIntyre Saturday in the series closer. We certainly would expect to see Hunter Holland start game one tomorrow. Game two is anybody's guess. So that's the pitching plan for uh, for Arkansas. And uh, I guess that's where we'll leave it for now because we know for a fact that this game is officially postponed until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It'll be a 1.30 airtime across the network for the Built Ford Tough dugout show. And so I guess that's when we'll talk to you next. I tried to be optimistic in the first segment of the pregame. I tried my absolute best. Well, there's nothing you can do about it. Not here and, and not across most of the Southeastern Conference today. So thanks to Daniel Wilson back at Learfield Broadcasting. We'll send you back to your local stations. Arkansas and Ole Miss banged today, but we'll see you for two tomorrow, folks. Have a great rest of your night. I'm Phil Elson. We'll talk Arkansas baseball tomorrow. A lot of it. On the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield, you've been listening to Arkansas Baseball. Razorback Baseball has been brought to you by your Arkansas Ford dealers. The Ford F-150 is built Ford tough and is the official truck of the Razorbacks. Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield, trusted by Arkansans for more than 70 years for reliable, affordable health insurance. Take good care. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, the best Coke ever. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Sonic. Mmm, Sonic. By UAMS Health, the official orthopedics and sports medicine provider for the Razorbacks. First Security Bank. Whatever better means to you, you're going to find more of it at First Security. Bank better at First Security. Bud Life. It's for the fans. Please drink responsibly. Petty Jean Meats. Taste the difference with the official ham and bacon partner of the Razorbacks. West Rock Coffee. Proud to be the official coffee partner of the Razorbacks. By Shelter Insurance. For award-winning service, find an agent near you at shelterinsurance.com. By Bud Anderson, the official heating and cooling provider of the Razorbacks. Summit Utilities. Proud to serve Arkansas. Let's go Hogs. By Harps. Quality foods, hometown fresh. It's that simple at Harps. Arkansas Heart Hospital. Dedicated to your heart. By Visit Hot Springs. It's time for a road trip to America's first resort. Ballpark, the official hot dog of the Razorbacks. Edward Jones. Find a financial advisor near you at edwardjones.com. Roller Funeral Homes. With all our respect. By Bat Makeover of Arkansas. Locally owned, American made. Armor Bank. With locations throughout Arkansas, skip the red tape that most banks give you and bank with Armor. Core Brewing, the official craft brewery of the Razorbacks. Gateway Mortgage, helping build families and communities one home at a time. Your local Toyota dealer. Toyota, let's go places. By Farmers Union Insurance. Visit FUMIC.com for more information. Fibermax Cotton from BASM. Just as tough as you are. By Abelita Maria. Officially licensed Razorback-shaped tortilla chips. Lennox Commercial. Your committed partner in all things HVAC. By LRS. Arkansas's local go-to waste solutions provider. Fish City Grill. Friendly folks. Serious seafood. The Arkansas Department of Health. Let's vaccinate Arkansas. And by Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort, Arkansas's only casino resort. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Razorback Sports Network. Just go. <laughs> and Dillajani and Tomlinson, it's all wonderful. Kathy and Carlin, weekdays at 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams. 
and Max Kellerman. We're joined by Dan Graziano, the Grazer. Dan, <clears throat> I don't think the Grazer. I don't. I don't like that one. The Grazer. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll Graziano. pass on that one. I don't like the Grazer for you either. By no, no, no. It's all, it's like like the hey, hey, everything. Anything's worth a no, shot, no, but not not everything connects. The Grazer, the nineteen fifty seven Chevy, the Grazer. GJ <laughs> and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Major League Baseball on ESPN Radio. A walk-off homer in the bottom of the 14th inning. What a night. From opening day. Hammer to left field. See you later. Mike Trout, how's that to start the season? To the All-Star Game. Goodness, he crushed it. John Carlos Stanton and the American League with one swing has tied it up. 457 foot home run. How much fun was that? Oh, that was amazing. Plus, every game of Major League Baseball's postseason. Judge back, back some more. Leaping and he caught it. Out of here. Mookie Betts. Shohei Otani. Until a champion is crowned at the World Series. The Houston Astros have won the World Series. And they celebrate their second title in the last six seasons. And this time, they do it at home. Major League Baseball is on ESPN Radio. 1037 The Buzz. We'll do the talking. KABZ. Well, what I'm afraid of happening is that there's going to be an unfair situation in the last few days of the season. Now, granted, um, we will, you know, let's just be honest. We've had four or five months. It's not all really about this game. But there's some teams that are going to rest guys and some teams that are going to have a significant advantage. For example... After the Clippers play the Lakers on Wednesday, their final two games are against the Blazers, who are full-on tanking. They did win in Minnesota today, but are full-on tanking. And then their last game was against the Suns, who the Suns are in pretty good position to clinch fourth. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know if uh, if you know the Suns. By the way, haven't lost with Durant in the lineup yet. They beat the Thunder in Oklahoma City. I don't even know who's going to potentially play in that game. So the Clippers would really be in, um, in, in good position if they could win that game because they would um, have um, you know, a decent, uh, decent position to finish the season. Um, Wait, what's whereas, good position? Good position meaning what? Good position that they... Well, first off, they're playing the Blazers. That's good position. And right. potentially playing the well, Suns the, team. The Lakers, are playing, the Lakers are playing the Suns and the Jazz. Uh, both those teams, if they win that game, they're going to be... They're going to be but the difference there. between oh, you're, you're, playing the Suns in the last game of the season and the second to last game of the season could be pretty big. I would I say there's basically going to be no difference. I thought you were talking about good position to finish six because Wendy is on the record saying that the Sacramento Kings are cupcakes. Just gobble <laughs> them up, lick lick the icing off your fingers in the first round, and keep on moving, baby. Yeah, Wendy said right. it. He said it loud and clear. Those Kings heard you. You want to see those Kings in the first round. The Suns are three losses up on these teams. They're going to have fourth place locked up by Friday. So the the schedule is even. It it all comes down okay, to this we'll game see. Wednesday. Whoever wins that game is going to be... I mean, honestly, the Suns will have a choice to make, frankly, because it'll sort of be up to them in some ways to decide who they want to play, which would be very interesting. Because mm. they won't have any reason to actually play either of those games. Who do you want to play if you're them? I mean, honestly, I don't think. Oh, I, if I'm them, I'd want to play not the Warriors. That would be my goal is to play. Yeah, not the I, 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 mean, I would. would I would want to play the Clippers. I'd want to play the Clippers because you, you're probably not going to get George. Full strength. Right. Yeah, that's true. So I, that's I want true. to play the team that's got its second best player likely unavailable for that series. By the way, just that's real true. quick on the Clippers, um, they had a back-to-back Friday and Saturday. Uh, Friday they played in Memphis. Saturday they played in New Orleans. They lost both games. Um, they were up by 20 points on Friday in Memphis uh, in the first half, and then Memphis made a comeback on them and took a, a small lead going to half. I believe Memphis was up by four. Uh, and then the second half happened, 
And Kawhi Leonard, who had played in the first half and played pretty well, um, just didn't play. Mm-hmm. And it was explained to the media that the reason that Kawhi wasn't going to play in the second half was that he was going to, in fact, play the next night in New Orleans. And Ooh. for the first Ooh. time in since he tore his ACL in that playoff series in 2021, he was going to play in a back-to-back. Now... Uh, this is this is unusual on numerous fronts. Is that why you would play in a back-to-back after all this time, uh, and that you would play in that back-to-back by playing a half? Um, <laughs> but a couple of the Clippers players were on the record saying they had no idea that was actually the plan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Russell Westbrook, this is what he said: "Quote: I don't know if anybody knew." Um, Ty Lue, that's a pretty important. Ty Lue said, "I'm not talking about it no more." Well, it sounds like if he knew, he wasn't a big fan. (laughs) Um, Norm Powell said, I don't think we knew that, but it is what it is. Um, So (laughs) that was another chapter in the odd Kawhi, you know, just kind of doing whatever it seems like he wants to do and not always seem having everybody on the same page. Uh, I guess it's not imperative for the players to know. Everybody on the same page. Nobody else even has the book. (laughs) <laughs> so anyway, I don't know what you make of that, but the Clippers lost both those games, and yet they start this week still in the tie for fifth with their destiny sitting right in their hands. So I guess, um, you know, no big deal. Um, as for the Lakers, they remain one of the I, – I have to check all the numbers to get the update. There's so many games today. They came into the weekend, the number one defensive team in the league since – they did the Westbrook trade and not just for the players that they got, but for the players that they sent away. And Anthony Davis is continually having spectacular games. LeBron is putting up okay numbers, but this is really a LeBron, uh, Anthony Davis production right now. Um, as LeBron tries to sort of, you know, get some sort of rhythm. He had 40 on 15 to 20 shooting, 15 to 20 shooting. Man, imagine if he played against the Rockets last time out. <laughs> and Austin Reeves got to the foul line ten more times. All the guy does is get to the freaking foul line. Um, LeBron went to the foul line once. <laughs> uh, well, he hadn't. He didn't. He hadn't earned the reputation that Austin Reeves has over the years. Clearly, clearly, um, D'Angelo Russell is back from his hip injury, but he didn't do much. But um, I'm not going to take too much into that game. But you know, Anthony Davis putting up huge numbers. I mean. Look, if this was a normal year, I wouldn't be talking about the Lakers. Also, if it was a normal year, we'd be talking about the Lakers potentially being champions as the eighth seed anyway. That has nothing to do with anything else. But see, here's the thing. They're not an eighth seed. They're an eighth seed because they played the first 50 games with the BS Because they played 82 games. Because they played 82 games. Imagine that. (laughs) Like everybody else. Well, actually, they're, they're not an eighth seed because as of this exact moment, they're actually a seventh seed. They're actually, that's true, but they're tied in the loss column for the fifth seed. They can, you know, when you're tied in the loss column, you control your destiny. I'm just saying, if you want to call them a seven seed or a five seed or an eight seed, whatever, there's seven games over 500 without, Le- without LeBron for most of it in the last 20 games. In the Western Conference, that is a meaningful number. It Keeping is. In mind, it is. And they also have played, they feasted on mind, a pretty soft no stretch of schedule. There you go. That's all fair. I'm just saying, like you, if you if you're disregarding them, you're making a mistake. That's my opinion. I I would agree with that. I would agree with that, and I would say that when they made the trade, Bontemps, you and I basically said, so what? Maybe they'll be a play-in team. They've been better than that against the soft stretch schedule, all that stuff in there. When they made the trade, we said, okay, whoopty damn do, maybe they'll be a play-in team. And then when LeBron went Which down, still like, eh. well, I know, but like. We were thinking nine, ten seed maybe, and then when LeBron went down, we were like, "Well, let's see if they're even good enough for him to want to come back uh, late in the season." So they've exceeded all those expectations. I will give them that. Yeah, they have, and and a lot of other teams have completely backed up, right? I mean, Dallas has completely backed up. You know, the Clippers have fallen off and not played um, to the level. I mean, there are five hundred teams. The Jazz gave them players. Trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Who did? All right, yeah. yeah. I mean, the Jazz, the Jazz, I, the Jazz certainly are a team that would be in the mix if they had been 
you know, I, I think it's safe to say playing as hard as possible through the tape. They would be certainly, they'd certainly be intent at minimum. Yeah, um, the Jazz the, opted out of the deadline. Had losses. Yeah, I mean the the Mavs have had some, or the the Wolves have had some terrible losses. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the loss today to Portland. Um, it's uh, you know there there's been a lot of games that um, you know these other teams have dropped and the Lakers haven't, and I, the Lakers do deserve a ton of credit for that. Now at the same time, we could still be sitting here in a few days, and if the Lakers don't win Wednesday and they don't win Friday. Are you ready to make a difference for the environment while helping the visually impaired at the same time? Then donate your vehicle to Heritage for the Blind today by calling 1-800-983-6530. Every donated vehicle will either be properly recycled in an eco-friendly manner or given a new life through reuse. Donating your vehicle is easy. Simply call 1-800-983-6530 and Heritage for the Blind will do the rest. They'll even arrange for your vehicle to be picked up at no cost to you. And for a limited time, when you donate your car, you'll receive a $200 restaurant voucher and a two-night, three-day hotel stay at one of 50 locations. Call 1-800-983-6530 right now to schedule your vehicle donation and make a positive impact on the environment while helping others. Heritage for the Blind, where every car donation counts and every person makes a difference. Call 1-800-983-6530 now. This advertisement is paid for by Heritage for the Blind. Jason Fitz and Harry Douglas are Fitz and Harry. When we're talking about greatness, Jokic, Embiid, and Giannis all belong in this conversation. But I say Giannis because I'm just stunned that Giannis at this point averaging 31.1 points per game, 11.8 rebounds a game, 5.6 assists per game. He's doing it efficiently. He's only played 38 minutes or more in five games all season. They are limiting his minutes to keep him fresh for the playoffs, which I think is going to be significant. He's been able to take Milwaukee, who throughout the course of the season has had their own injury battles that they've been battling uh, through the course of it, and they still have the best record in the NBA. They're still the best team in the NBA. He's the best player on the best team in the NBA. Right now, I think if I had to pick one guy that I'm the most scared to face in a playoff game between Embiid, Jokic, and Giannis, it's Giannis. I think we've just gotten so used to the greatness of Giannis that we sort of roll our eyes to it, but to me, Giannis is the NBA. Fitz and Harry, weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. What was the first sport you think Max played? Pickleball. <laughs> pickleball. Do you own a pickleball? Pickleball's blowing up. up right now. It's blowing it's up. up. Jay, correct me if I'm wrong. Do you own a pickleball team in the metaverse? No, I do Are not. Are you sure about that? I'm glad you called it the metaverse instead of the meta-universe. The meta-universe. In the actual verse, uh, Tom Brady owns it. I have no interest, so I really haven't dove into it. Jay, you? Nope. GJ and Max. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Major League Baseball on ESPN Radio. Opening day. Over to left field. See you later. Mike Trout, how's that to start the season? To the All-Star game. Oh, oh my goodness. He crushed it. John Carlos Stanton and the American League with one swing has tied it up. 457-foot home run. How much fun was that? Oh, that was amazing. Plus, every game of Major League Baseball's postseason. Judge back, back some more. Leaping and he caught it. Out of here. Mookie Betts. Until a champion is crowned at the World Series. The Houston Astros have won the World Series. And they celebrate their second title in the last six seasons. And this time, they do it at home. Major League Baseball is on. ESPN Radio. You miss Canty and Carlin. Giants owner John Mara jokingly warning Brian Gable. This business, it doesn't take long to go from Bono to Bozo. How long was John Mara waiting to say that? Though, oh, right? he's been working on that line for two months. He's not wrong. He's not wrong, but sometimes you can have the wrong person say it. Well, stop yourself, John Mara. Let's not forget of it. that Eric Mangini went 10-6, and six and he turns up on the Sopranos. How did that work out? About as good as it did for Tony in the end. Canty and Carlin, weekdays at 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Our experts, your calls. 1037 The Buzz, KABZ. This is Sports 
I'm Steve Lennox, Tiger Woods with an opening round, two over 74 at the Masters today. Woods, three bogeys on his first seven holes, finished with a bogey on 18. 17 live golfers completing, uh, competing in today's first round at Augusta. Brooks Kepka has a share of the lead at seven under after the first 18 holes. He shares that lead with both Victor Hovland and John Rahm. Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson, Patrick Reed, who have all won at Augusta, finishing the day at one under. Mickelson on making his return to the Masters. I mean, everybody here is so classy, and um, gosh, it's just it's fun to be here. Being here and being a part of it and being able to experience this, this great place and what it means uh, is so fun because as a kid, you know, you grow up dreaming about being a part of, a part of this. You dream, up of win- dream of winning it, being in contention, and then when you actually are a pro and you are playing here, you're like, wow, I want to be a part of this every year. And Mickelson set the tee off at 9.12 a.m. Eastern time on Friday. Woods scheduled a tee off at 1.24 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. Second round coverage, 8.45 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Plus Friday. Also available beginning at 3 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Television. Heat Sixers available on other ESPN radio affiliates tonight. The two teams set the tip shortly in Philadelphia. Joel Embiid turning in his third 50-point performance of the season with 52 in Tuesday's win against the Celtics. Embiid entered today as a minus 1,400 favorite to win the MVP. That according to Caesar Sportsbook. Embiid was listed at minus 750 to win the MVP earlier in the week. Friday, fresh off winning the national championship, LSU superstar Angel Reese joins the show at 8 a.m. Eastern. Keyshawn J. Willemax, 6 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. By the way, the Kings have had a spectacular and will be formidable, but the Kings defensively are have a weak spot as evidenced by the fact that they gave up 130 something points in regulation to uh, Sacramento or to uh, San Antonio today at home. So that's all. I just, I'm just saying that, you know, they are an awesome offense. They may win every, they may go, they may win four one against whoever the six seed is and put up 137 every game. But you know, defense, I'm just, I yield to defense when I look at the postseason, and so does a lot of people who've been around for a while. That's all I'm going to say about the Kings. It's, okay, first of all, I'm I am tired of you just bad mouthing the. Uh, they they only gave up 123 in regulation oh. to the to the uh, only 123 in regulation to the Spurs, and then another 19 in overtime. 19 points in five minutes. That's a lot of okay. points. I'd like to apologize. I thought they gave up 100, like 29. No, no, just um, they held them. They held them under twenty in overtime, though. By the way, like San Antonio was missing some of their key players too. I mean, if you, yeah, San Antonio told all the good players you're not allowed to play anymore this year. <laughs> um, Both of them. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so I'm just saying, Lakers in 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 fifth in, in the loss column. Keep an eye on it. <laughs> Okay, can I ask you, who the heck is Julian, and I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. Looks like Champagne, but that ain't how you say it. I think it's Justin. No. Champagne-y. That's how you say it. It's Julian. The man had, this, whoever that guy is, had 26 points in 28 minutes against the Kings today. You're right, it's Julian. I thought it was Justin. I apologize. Well, a guy who you don't even know his first name <laughs> had 26 points in 28 minutes, and I don't even know how to say his last name. Doug McDermott. So, so I think uh, it's fair to question. Off the I do think it's fair to question the Kings' defense being playoff ready. I, I, I don't mm-hmm. think that that's going out on a limb. And by the way, in this game, Sabonis played 39 minutes, Harrison Barnes 37, Keegan Murray 35, De'Aaron Fox 38, Kevin Herter 36. They played their normal guys uh, full minutes. Well, I know the Kings' broadcast crew loves some rim protection, so I'm sure they're on it. <laughs> All right. So the Suns. Um, one in Oklahoma City in a good win for them. Um, Shea Gildas Alexander put up 39 because he's just spectacular. Um, 
but still the Suns when Durant have played uh, when Durant has played are undefeated I know it's only been I believe six games but it is what it is they've won five in a row overall uh, he had 35 on 21 shots they shot 57% which is pretty much what they've been doing with him in the lineup I think they had one that one game that he came back this last week in his first game they didn't shoot the ball that great but every other game I think they've been well over 50% with him in the lineup um, they are they have distanced themselves and have gotten themselves in good position as Bontemps mentioned um, for for getting that four seed uh, they are you know trying to pull something off that is pretty ridiculous which is to basically have a core together for less than 10 games and go into a playoff series where they're probably going to have a formidable first round opponent and pull this off but um, they continue to look very impressive when Durant is there uh, they continue to be able to generate just so many possessions where they get they get good looks um, by the way I thought something special that the Thunder organization did today that Monty Williams um, acknowledged um, Monty's well, late wife uh, today was her birthday and the thunder uh, held her seats that she always sat in um, when she, when she was going to thunder games, when Monty was an assistant there, when she died in that car crash, they held her seats uh, open today to commemorate her and her birthday, which is just, um, you know, Monty just was, he got choked up talking about it. Just, you know, very class move by the thunder organization. Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> then Durant went out and cooked them. But, uh, you know, Bontemps, I think the Suns, you know, in a, in a mixed bag that we're trying to figure out what matters and what doesn't, uh, I think the Suns are starting to show a little bit of notice that, uh, that this, might, this might actually have a chance to come together. Honestly, I don't really think that's true, only other than the standpoint that Kevin Durant's healthy because – uh, look, they, they're six and zero, oh, but here's who they beat: Charlotte, Chicago, Dallas, Minnesota, Denver without Jokic, and the Thunder. And like they're they've won, they're six and zero, oh, yes, but like we're not really going to get a chance to see them play one of the teams we're talking about. Now maybe they'll really go all out and play the Lakers and Clippers this weekend, but like yeah, we're gonna not only are they going to go into the playoffs with like seven or eight games, but. How many do we feel like are really going to show what a playoff series is going to look like with them? Like this is, you mentioned how impressive it is. They're going to go into the playoffs basically with a new group that will be untested in any kind of real meaningful game and have to immediately play, you know, the Warriors, the Lakers, the Clippers. Like, I, if, I mean, if they can pull this off, it'll be truly incredible. Because I know everybody's just said, well, they've got Kevin Durant and... Devin Booker and Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton, they're the favorites. And given how the rest of the West looks, I mean, I can understand why people say that. But, like, this is truly an unprecedented situation, that that the way they're trying to pull this off. And we just haven't really gotten a chance to – like, it would have been – like, they played Golden State, they played Mm -hmm. Milwaukee, they played Philly. Like, I wish we would have got a chance, A, to have Kevin Durant on the court, but B, just to see him play some of these high-level teams because – they're going to basically walk into the playoffs without having played any of them and then just immediately having to be at the highest level right off the bat. It, it's just it's a completely wild situation. Wendy, how's that for some urine-soaked wet blanket coverage? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, what I am I taking away from them playing the the, the Nuggets well, without well, Jokic and playing I, I, I the Hornets you, and you, playing the Thunder? That's all. You, you make a fine point, um, but what you take away from it is like Kevin Durant's back and he's still Kevin Durant. And today yeah, it's sure. an easy 35, five and five. Um, I'm stealing this from somebody on Twitter, but I don't remember who put it out there. I did double check it. So I guess I could steal it in the last 25 games. Katie's played going back to Brooklyn. His teams are 23 and two. It seems good. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think that that is, you know, I think we can say that Kevin Durant, uh, is going to make a difference in, in a playoff series. I'll, you know, you can go back to that. Well, didn't make a difference against the Celtics last year. Last year's Celtics, you're not going to find them in, in this year's Western Conference. Yeah, so I, went to, I wanted to see what the Suns' defense was performing like since the trade because obviously in that trade they lost Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, 
Um, they didn't have Jay Crowder, obviously, mm-hmm. but um, you know they they didn't were knew they weren't going to get anything for Jay Crowder because um, they were, I think, sixth in the fifth or sixth in the league before that trade. In the games since the uh, the trade deadline, most of which have been without Durant. So I just wanted to look at what they're piecing together. They're ninth in the league in um, in defense in that span. And uh, the teams that have been better than them in the West have been the Grizzlies, who've been the top three all year, uh, uh, and the Pelicans. Uh, or the only two teams in the West. Oh, and the Lakers, who are number one, who I mentioned before. Um, so their defense hasn't, like, what you said, Bontemps, is true. Their the record, the um, the 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 schedule has not included a gauntlet. Um, but I feel confident that they're going to figure out ways to score. I think their their question was, can they still defend? And they have been still defending in the game since they lost those guys. And by the way, um, they had other injuries in there as well. You know, in Aiton, I know Aiton's not a wall defensively, but mm-hmm. their He's their solid. backups their backup centers are stepped down. And Aiton missed a handful of games in there with the hip injuries. More Hoop Collective podcast after this. TJ and Max. When they made the trade for Russell Wilson, they gave up a lot. Russell Wilson could have went to them and got any amount of money fully guaranteed he wanted to. Russell Wilson is the one that missed the mark on the fully guaranteed contract for quarterback. More from Keyshawn, Jable, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Jason Fitz and Harry Douglas are Fitz and Harry. You know what the ceiling is for the Detroit Lions? You know what the ceiling is for the Detroit Lions? I'm nervous. Getting to the Super Bowl. I'm telling you, the Eagles are taking a step back this year. They've gotten rid of like 337 players. Uh, Google it. That's pretty accurate. Uh, The Cowboys might or might not be better, but I mean, for all we know, Dak's going to continue to throw reckless interceptions all the time. The Packers stink now. I don't trust the Vikings. The 49ers uh, every single year seem to be using some guy we've never heard of at quarterback. You know, I'm just, I, I can find a fatal flaw to a bunch of these teams. The Lions had needs on the defensive side of the ball. They've addressed some of them, and I think they'll address more of them in the draft. They're going to make the defensive side of the ball much, much better. Offensively, they were pretty good last year. and They were right on the cusp of a playoff team. Now they take the big leap forward. They win their division, which gives them a shot at the Super Bowl. Fitz and Harry, weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. In the seventh inning, let me guess. You lost Wi-Fi. My Wi-Fi went out the Wi-Fi in the apartment. Always goes out. You know what it is? They're doing. They're, they're renovating the outside of the building, and so like it's interfering. I think with the Wi-Fi. Anyway, so I'm quickly scrambling. I gotta find out what's going. So I take out the trusty app. I hear my own voice saying, "Go to ESPN app and listen." And and uh, and sure enough, there it is. One, two, three, boom, I got the radio call. Okay. Eduardo Perez on the radio call. You remember your own instructions? Yes, I did, but it doesn't say listen live. I keep saying on the air, it says live radio. You got to scroll more, scroll down to live radio. I like listening on the radio. Oh, that's what it says right there. Buy a new building and get new Wi-Fi. Can I I tell you, that's what it says right there on the screen. Live radio. Jay, I only have one eye. (laughs) Now, I only have one leg. You don't see me use that as a complaint. GJ and Max. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Major League Baseball on ESPN Radio. Opening day. Hammer to left field. See you later. Mike Trout, how's that to start the season? To the All-Star game. Oh, oh my goodness. He crushed it. John Carlos Stanton and the American League with one swing is tied it up. 457-foot home run. How much fun was that? Oh, that was amazing. Plus, every game of Major League Baseball's postseason. Judge back. Back some more. Great thing and he caught it. Out of here. Mookie Betts. Until a champion is crowned at the World Series. The Houston Astros have won the World Series. And they celebrate their second title in the last six seasons. And this time, they do it at home. Major League Baseball is on ESPN Radio. We know who you are, and we welcome all of you. Make that most of you on 1037 The Buzz.
if you're looking to to buoy the Suns' um, chances, is that they still have figured out ways to be very good defensively. And Durant is a plus defender, especially. Well, and the, yeah, their, their starting five with Durant is uh, defense rating ninety five point nine. Now we're talking about ninety five minutes, but right, like Dur- Durant is what their is he their best defender, second best defender? It's a, it's a pretty short list before you get to KD. Yeah, I mean the fact that he can defend the basket and also, you know, be good enough to switch on most players. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, they have, you know, Torrey Craig is a is a good defender. You know, that's, you know, uh, Josh Okoji is a good defender. Like, you mm-hmm. know, it's a step down from Bridges that you're playing those guys the minutes that Bridges had. But, I mean, those guys aren't terrible. And I'm Bontemps is not saying anything because he doesn't agree. But. Well, what, what do you want? I, I mean, what do you want me? What do you want me to do? You're speaking. I'm not going <laughs> to let me finish. Listen, those players, would never. Those, he would never interrupt. Those those guys are not. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't think those guys are very good. I do think this loss today for Golden State is a pretty significant one for the Suns. I don't like that matchup mm-hmm. at all for Phoenix. They have nobody to guard Steph. I think the Warriors have guys to at least throw at Booker. And Durant, they're not going to obviously stop Booker and Durant, but they have a lot more options to at least wear those guys down than I think Phoenix does for Steph. And I do think that when you talk about them playing the Clippers without Paul George, even a matchup with the Lakers potentially, I think they match up better. Um, and you mentioned DeAndre Ayton. Part of the reason that I don't think there's much of an issue for them being in the the, the Denver side of the bracket, DeAndre Ayton is always guarded. Nicole Jokic arguably is good or better than anybody in the league, and I think they match up really well with Denver because I don't think Denver could take advantage of the issues they have defensively, and I think that they they don't really have, I think, great options to go at Booker and Durant. So I think this loss today, despite all Golden State's issues this year, Golden State ends up, you know, six, seven, eight in the in the West, assuming they make the playoffs if they're in the play-in. Um, I think that really is a big benefit to the Suns, and I, I do think, um, I, I would say, I would rat like I think I don't remember if it was which one of you. I think it might have been you, Brian. Said I, I want to avoid Golden State in the first round. If I if I'm looking at these teams in this pod, if I'm the Suns, that's definitely the team I'd want to play the least. And the fact that they lost this game and they lose the tiebreakers if they're in t- tied with just about any of those teams. Um, I think that's a really big development for Phoenix today. It's hard to win a tiebreaker when you can't win on the road the entire year. Yep, it's true. It's, hey, it's hard to make the playoffs when you can't win on the road, but the Warriors are going to manage to do that. <laughs> You're not kidding. At least we think. <laughs> <laughs> that's also true. That's also true. Yeah. So, yeah, so Golden State, should, should we be worried about uh, Jokic's calf? No, no, I don't like that. I don't. I don't like him missing the, all these games. Um, he doesn't do, miss do, games. Do, do we think? Do we think that if they were, if it if it was tighter for the one seed that he'd be sitting right now? I mean, probably not. But it's I. It's still not great though. Like it. It's not ideal to have. I mean, calf issues are tricky. I mean, and I. You know, if it had been just one or two games, okay, maybe that's. Um, you know, maybe it's just a, we're going to give him some time off. But you missed three games in a row at this point in the season. It's at least, I think, a concern. Um, and I will say, you look at that game today, you know, obviously there's been a lot of talk about how Denver's played without Jokic this year. But you look at this game, and Michael Porter had 29-11. and 11, Jamal had 26-8. and 8, Jamal had some huge threes uh, late in this game. He also played him 41 minutes, which is an indication that he's feeling okay. Yeah, yeah, that's good point. Like Jamal's knee coming back from the ACL, that's been a question all year. And look, obviously there's a lot of questions about what Denver's going to do in the playoffs. As I've said before, I think they have more pressure on them than any team in the league. And Jokic, on any, compared to any of these stars in the league, when you look at the ramifications of them maybe not having a deep run this year when they've been the best team in the West, when they have a dominant home court advantage, and they are going to be the clear number one seed. But if they're going to get where they want to go, they need Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. to play like they did today. If, and Jamal Murray in particular. He's got to be something close to the version of what he was in the bubble when they made the conference finals. And if he plays like he did today, then they're going to feel like they've got a chance to beat 
anybody in the playoffs. And that 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 I thought was pretty significant that he had a game like this against, you know, a Warriors team that had everybody available and was obviously trying to win this game. Yeah, because for a little while there, uh, it, it looked like, okay, hey, Jamal Murray's back to being that guy. And then he dipped for a little bit. So certainly I think if he's finishing the regular season strong, has a you know good rhythm going to the playoffs, that is a big deal. Now, I'm trying to think. I haven't spent much time thinking about what Bontemps just said, which is the Denver matchup against the Suns defensively. Because the, the Nuggets have a lot of versatile defenders, but you know the Suns are just going to put Jokic in pick and rolls. They're just going to they're going to they're going to they're going to bring Aiton up and they're going to make Jokic move. And those guys are going to cause a problem. I hadn't really thought about it. Um Gordon you know, Denver, takes Durant, KCP takes Booker, but yeah, it's uh it's it's about putting Jokic in yeah. as much of the action as possible. Well, look, we'll see if we get there too. I mean, like I said, that was to me that was a pretty massive win today. For Denver, I thought I thought if Golden State won this game, you know, going through these final few days of the season, I thought there was, you know, they play OKC, they play Sacramento, they play Portland. So they're probably, you know, they should, you know, they play Sacramento in. That's going to be an interesting game. Warriors at Kings on Friday. Kings probably not going to have a lot to play for, but could have a say in potentially who they get. And if Sacramento, if like if Golden State wins these three games and stays at 38 losses, they're going to end up ahead of either the Clippers or the Warriors or the Lakers because they obviously have to play each other. So if they win out, they still have a decent chance to wind up in the top six. Could also wind up sixth playing Sacramento in the first round, and that might come down to whether the Lakers can or the Warriors can actually win a road game in Sacramento on Friday. Um, you know, does, so does Sacramento even count, does it count as a does it count as a road game if you can take a bus? <laughs> Maybe, what, what, what's their record in games where they can take a bus? Maybe the problem's their plane. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah, their their remaining games are Thunder at home, at Kings, at Blazers. If they have to win that game next Sunday against the Blazers, I like their chances. Um. <laughs> By the, the way, Stats Williams is informing me. Stats Williams is also informing me there could be a six-way tie at forty-one and forty-one if we get there. So I, don't, I, have, no, I, I have no idea what the permutations of that would be, but well, I can that tell would you this: be the, interesting. I can tell you this: the Mavericks won't be involved in that because they got forty-two Oof. losses already. What what a season! <laughs> Man. Mavericks, Javale McGee and Christian Wood both missed free throws in the last what McMahon. Uh, Last two seconds. No, yeah. Hey, listen though, Javale McGee, by far his best stint, uh, no, his I, best game with the Mavericks, and in his in both of his stints combined. And then he had a quote. He had some kind of quote about that. I will read. Oh, I will read the quote. It's one of the all-time quotes. Yes, Javale, This is I'm Javale going one for two with the line down one with point four seconds to go. Quote. In hindsight, that's what movies are made of. Not playing the whole season then coming down to hitting those two free throws for the win. Unfortunately, I missed one of them, and it went to OT. Yeah, that movie's going straight to DVD. It's not coming out. Bontemp said that movie was going to be called... Bontemp said the movie was going to be called Mid-Level Crisis. You said that. You did, I, did, I, would never, yes? I would never say something uh, rude about the Mavericks. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Let's relax. It was a good line by Ben McMahon. The one time he's trying not to take credit for something. I also like JaVale McGee showing his age a little bit, thinking that they're still DVDs. It's still a, ter- <laughs> it's a terrific well, that's, I, that, that, that's how bad this movie is. It's going to something nobody watches anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just read the quote. I, I, I didn't see the video of him giving it, because I would love to see the tenor at which he delivered this quote, where he said, unfortunately, <laughs> the, hard, the hard pivot. Uh, and a lot of unfortunate yeah. things about Dallas' season. Certainly, certainly the last two months. Certainly, certainly the last two months. Trip, one, one and four with your season on the line, coming off of that home loss to the Hornets. May, who knows? Maybe look. Maybe that protest will go their way. We'll see. <laughs> that was hey, a genuine. Hey, hey, that was a genuine hey, great line. <laughs> hey, I just realized the, the Mavericks still do have a chance to be in a tie with all these teams with 41 losses. We got to hey, yeah, pro- tell stats there could be seven teams at 41. The protest, listen, the protest is pending. 
Question given, authority. The T-shirt's been worn. We, we got given, a chance here. Given what happened with that Luca technical last Monday in Indiana, I would say I would say to quote KG, uh, anything is possible. By the way, I had stats looking up. The Lakers have had the eighth easiest schedule in the league since the trade deadline. Just so, just as we kept saying how easy their schedule was, that's how you, that's what the schedule. And, was and, and then you know, there's some Fair of those point. like they played so and so without, like they played the Warriors without Steph. I know we could be here all they, night going over all. But that. they didn't have LeBron, sure. so whatever. They, I was gonna say they they didn't have LeBron. They yeah. put themselves in position. Full full credit to the Lakers for that, as you said, McMahon. Right. We did not think they were all gonna right. do that. individuals and businesses with tax problems. Listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now. 800-687-5192. That's 800-687-5192. U.S. Tax Shield. 800-687-5192. Jason Fitz and Harry Douglas are Fitz and Harry. Breaking news, we have a Woj bomb. Warriors all-star forward Andrew Wiggins is nearing a return to the team and is expected to be back early this week. Sources have told ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski Wiggins has missed 22 games attending to a family matter. Remember I said I don't know about the Warriors if Andrew Wiggins isn't there because what he's able to provide. He's that third guy that you can count on being a scorer. He's also that third guy you can count on as being an elite defender. He's just an all-around player that's dynamic for the Golden State Warriors. And if he wasn't going to be back, I didn't see how Golden State was going to be able to compete for a championship and defend their crown. If he does come back, the Warriors do have an opportunity if Andrew Wiggins is on the court. Without him, I didn't think they had a chance to win the championship and defend their title. Fitz and Harry, weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Miss Canty and Carlin. Giants owner John Mara jokingly warning Brian Gable. This business, it doesn't take long to go from Bono to Bozo. <laughs> How long was John Mara waiting to say that? Though? Oh, he's been working on that line for two months. He's not wrong. He's not wrong, but sometimes you can have the wrong person say it. Well, stop yourself, John Mara. Look I'm tired of it. That Eric Mangini went 10-6, and six and he turns up on the Sopranos. How did that work out? About as good as it did for Tony in the end. Canty and Carlin, weekdays at 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I'm in a, an old building. Either you get the heat in the winter or the A.C. in the summer. I'm in bed early-ish, midnight. Everyone's up. No one goes, it's so hot in here. Open the windows. Try to get a little cross breeze growing. Can't because the way the windows work, it's like, I can't explain you it. You ain't but getting it, no sleep. It's then. almost like you, a danger. You got, you got no yeah. sleep last night. Oh, 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 I got no sleep. <laughs> G.J. and Max. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Major League Baseball on ESPN Radio. 